The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Expect the Unexpected, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. During this podcast, we'll be having an in-depth discussion on CBS's Big Brother. Please welcome my co-host, my fellow house guest, actually a very special guest, as the podcast is called and as Big Brother loves to celebrate, Expect the Unexpected. So please welcome, making her debut, Jamaica Daniels. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm super excited to have you on because I know that you are a ridiculous fan of Big Brother, (laughs) much like I am. So I'm excited to hear your points of view on what has been going down this season. And I'd love to do a little bit of a, an icebreaker, in essence, to allow the listeners to get to know you a bit. So my first okay. question for you is, what's your relationship with, with Big Brother? Like, how long have you been watching? Have you watched all of the seasons? When did you get introduced to Big Brother? Okay, so I have not been watching Big Brother as long as probably you know nowhere near well as long as you um i didn't start watching big brother until we got it was like 2020 during quarantine so i didn't get a chance i didn't even know about big brother until then i um i watched the challenge a lot and i started finding people off of the challenge that i liked a lot and then i found out that one of my favorites was off of big brother so i wanted to be able to go see her season and that's what started me to watch big brother and my favorite is um, the person who I'm talking about is Davon. Of course, she's like my top tier favorite person. Fantastic! I love Davon. <laughs> Davon is that girl. Like she's like me on screen, so I love it. She gives me so much life. So I started. That's how I started watching it. But I wouldn't call myself like a super fan or anything because I have not watched all the seasons yet. I haven't had a chance to watch every season. But I think I'm a big fan. I do watch the live feeds and everything now. I like it. Very nice. All right. I was going to ask you who your favorites are. So Mama Day, as she was in the first season she was Day on. Day is top tier. She's the queen. She's up there. I love it. <laughs> yes. She is awesome. She was a favorite of mine when she was on both of the times that she yeah. was on. Um, yeah. She's awesome. She is fantastic. Very nice. Very good choice. Very good choice. All right, so we pick up day 17 in the Big Brother house, and it is after the nomination ceremony. Miss Felicia has nominated Jag and Cameron for eviction, but there is a secret plot to put Heisem up, you know, as a replacement nominee and to backdoor Heisem. Everybody in the house knows about the plan except for Hysum and Red. But Red ends up getting filled in by Cameron. So let's talk about this. Now, this is what I've been saying. And I've been saying this now for a week. I've been very consistent in saying this. And I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, which is fine if we don't agree. It, you know, it's actually sometimes more interesting if, if we don't agree. But my yes, whole thing is... My problem with this is I hate the concept of an alliance cannibalizing itself. You know, it's like the snake eating its own tail. Like, it makes no sense to me when you have the numbers to go after one of your own. So this whole plan, even though I get it, Heisem rubbed all of you the wrong way. It just doesn't gel with me at all. Like, I I don't care for the plan. I think it's stupid. You are on a winning streak. Why not keep up with the streak? As of right now, Hysam is on your side. He's down for the cause. Why would you get rid of him? And as I've said before, he is 
the biggest shield that Sari could have. You know, he is the yeah. shiniest shield, as I was calling him. He's like a vibranium shield. You know, if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, you understand vibranium yeah. is very tough. Like, and he is he is the biggest shield Sari could have. So it makes no sense to me why they are targeting him. Like, and I fully understand. Y'all are in your feelings. You know, if he was talking to me that way, I probably would be in my feelings as well. But the the point that I keep on making, and that I have been ever since that HOH meeting where Hysum was basically being a dictator is the fact that, you know, this alliance is full of grown people. Like, I, I don't I don't remember how old Nicole is, but uh, I know everyone else is, I think, 30 plus. Like, they could have said something to Hysum, whether it was then at that moment when he was, like, cutting everybody off and, and basically answering his own questions. They could have told him at that moment. They could have told him privately. There's a way that they could have finessed and said it in a way that wouldn't have made it into a bigger deal. And they could have called him out on being kind of like a dictator, as they're saying, kind of like you know, being a king. Like, they could have finessed that in a way that Hysum, you know, maybe he didn't even realize that he was coming off that way. They could have nipped that, and all of a sudden, you know, they could have been fine. So, but they let him be the way that he was being, you know, up to the point to where in the previous episode, like, he was telling Miss Felicia what she needed to do. Like, they could have finessed that in a way so it did not become you know, a mountain out of the molehill that it started. So that's just my take on it. I don't know what's your See, opinion have, on it. Yeah, I have missing emotions about this whole play of gameplay. Because, like, Hysom is, he's the man. He's going to win a competition. So mm -hmm. you want him with you. Like, and he's gun-ho on going after the other side. He's not, there's no shaking him. Like, he's all for the professor. So on that hand, I'm like, you need to keep him because I'm sorry, you know, like, every, I don't see, I don't see Mama Felicia winning a whole bunch of, like, when it becomes, like, endurance competitions and stuff like that, like, I don't see her being able to win a HOH again, or, so I don't, I think they should have kept him on, on their side with that situation, but then again, Hysom has been rubbing people the wrong way, like, he, is it really an alliance, though, like, do they really feel like it is, it's an alliance with him, or do they just feel like it's a dictatorship? Because, like, even, like, today, he was, like, he wasn't offering up people that she should put up or anything like that. It was like he was telling her, and it was like she didn't have no other choice who she should offer up besides whoever Heisen wanted. So I'm, like, in the middle because I can see Heisen going crazy and, like, you got to do what I say, or he can bust up, you know, then he, you know, tells about the alliance. Then I could also see where they're coming from, you know, like, this is a big game move. This is going my resume that I took out Heisem, who has won three competitions already. We're, what, day 17 in? Mm hmm So, yeah, so I'm like, I get both sides. Like, I'm not here for it or against it, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm interested in it because it's making for great TV, but I see both sides. Totally. It is making great television. Um, I'm, I'm not fully here for it. Like, I, I'm not, I just, I feel like it's dumb for an alliance to start eating their own at week three. This is just the third head of household. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is so early yeah. for them to turn on each other. Because if they start turning on each other now, like, how... Will the rest of the Alliance feel about that? And, you know, will that start putting seeds into their heads? Like, shit, like, they could turn on me next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, that's the thing that I think right. bugs me about it. I always go back to an example of Season 6, where there was an Alliance there, and, uh, you know, they turned on one of their own, and then slowly they just got taken out one by one by one. Like, when you have the numbers, you want to preserve the numbers. Now, I don't know if, you know, inside of Ceri's big, beautiful mind, you know, because she's reality TV veteran, she's the queen of Survivor, she was the queen on the Traitors, like, maybe in her mind, you know, she's playing, like, three-dimensional, maybe four-dimensional chess or something, and she sees Hysum as such a huge threat to her game that she can see, based off of the relationship she has in the house, sacrificing him basically 
And if if that's how she sees it, maybe I just don't see it at this point. But um, well, I can see why mm-hmm. she would see it that way because Heisham made it clear when he talked about um, when he was getting rid of um, at his when he was the head of household that like when Riley was on the block that Riley picked everybody and he felt like he was stuck with like the leftovers. So I think that's when it really like hit with Sari. They're like, oh, he don't value me, so I might have to get him. He, if he can go and align with them, he's going to go. He's going to drop us as soon as he can. I really think they don't think Heisman is all for them as he seems. It's funny because based off of all of his diary sessions, it seems like he's 100% ride or die, like ride it till the wheels fall off with the professors. So it's funny right. how... Per what he's telling us, the viewers, he seems to be one way, but the professors aren't feeling it. And it's probably based off of how he expressed himself as HOH. You know, like as we've been saying, you know, he came off as a king, as a dictator. You know, he was answering his own questions. He was telling them what they should do versus actually listening to his alliance. So, you know, I understand that part. Um, it, it's just... I wish that they would have talked to him about it versus just taking, you know, uh, what he was saying, you know, more so at face value than like actually questioning what he was saying. Because I get what you're saying in regards to him and kind of disparagingly talking about his alliance, but that could have been game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that was him speaking his heart out, like, I don't know why he would say that to America, you know what I'm saying? They did not have a close relationship, so I don't really see him going to her like a confidant. So maybe he was just saying shit to, like, you know, get, like, curry her favor so that, you know, they can form a little side alliance. Not a side alliance, but, like, you know, maybe, well, I guess an alliance, I mean, for lack of a better, it could be two people, but, you know, like a side alliance type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to have her in his pocket too. Like, exactly. Uh, she'll be, she'll be down for me if something wants to come, come exactly. up. Exactly. To make sure everybody's still team Heisen. Exactly. So maybe I think that's what it was versus anything else. But once again, you know, we had the grown folks. They they did not ask him. They decided to just go with what they were told at face value without really questioning what was going down. So um, that was a little frustrating. See, and I, I get that, too. But then sometimes, like, I just think the way this game is played, too, like, you can't be bold. You can't just be like, all right, we got to have this conversation. I think they always feel like they got to, like, hide behind a conversation or don't take stuff to people instead of just being bold. Like, hey, what's this mean? Did you mean, like, well, you didn't really want to ride with us because we the leftovers or are you all in for the leftovers? So I do agree that they – Somebody out of that group, if it was Felicia, somebody should have had the conversation with him. But I mm-hmm. didn't think they were stuck in their own ways because he rubbed them the wrong way. True. On his own at the nomination for um, with Riley when he was giving her her little rundown. I think he just rubbed everybody the wrong way. And, it, and I do know, like, Mama Felicia and Sari, they, you know, black women, they, like, if somebody show you who they are, you got to believe them. So they're not even going to take anything because they're going to, whatever he say behind closed doors is going to be like, okay, he done showed us that he, he ain't really for us. So I really think that that's where it took off. And then, you know, Izzy spirals a lot. Yes. So, so, and I just think she just hyped it up enough that it's like, it ain't no coming back now. Heisman has to be the target. Yeah. I think the problem that they had was miscommunication slash lack of communication. Like, if you're in an alliance with someone, you should feel enough trust to be able to ask them pointed questions about what is going on. And unfortunately, it seems like there's mistrust in the alliance. You know, there's there's a hierarchy. And, uh, you know, certain people in the alliance trust each other almost to a fault. And there's a little bit of mistrust with other people in the alliance. So, um, you know, the communication isn't as clear. And unfortunately, I mean, it, it came and, and it bit Red in the ass because Red had no clue about the, the plot. What did you think of 
the whole situation with Red not knowing because they didn't trust him because they thought he would have told Hysam, Cameron telling him, then Red going to Miss Felicia, asking her in a way in which Felicia clocked him, and then she kind of confirmed it, and then he goes back to Cameron, and pretty much, without telling the rest of his alliance, I thought this was hilarious, he's pretty much like, yeah, we're going to get you in, we're going to get rid of Hysam, and then you're going to be the new person in our alliance, which I'm like, <laughs> you should probably tell the other people first. But he's just singing like a freaking canary. Like, oh, it's all of us. We're the professors. It's this, that, or the other. And and we're going to induct you, basically, into the alliance. Red talks. He just talks too much. Yes. <laughs> he came back and just spilled it. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't sure why they just kept Red out. I didn't really think, I, and I honestly don't see enough of him, his gameplay, I think, too. Like, I didn't think he would snitch him out. Like, if anything, I thought he would be happy because Cam is his boy, so he knows Cam is not going to leave, and he knows he's tight with Cam. I didn't think, I didn't really think Red was that big of a deal. Right. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Red, this, that situation, I didn't really get why they kept him in the dark. Yeah, it made no sense to me. I, I, I don't fully understand. Because once again, if you're in an alliance, you should fill... you got to be able to talk. Yes, you got to fill in everybody that's in the alliance on what the plan is. Um, you know, the whole point of the professors was, uh, what did Izzy say? We're going to school them, you know, because it was like the younger generation was aligned. You know, those in their 20s, they were aligning with each other. So the older house guests felt left out. I mean, they were already kind of hanging out with each other anyway. But, like, they aligned, and if y'all are supposed to be the grown-ass people, you need to start acting like grown-ass people and, like, properly <laughs> communicate with oh. each other. And How just, do you feel about Red? Exactly. How do you – oh, how do I feel, period? Yes, period. Like, I, is, I mean, do you feel like they should have told him? I feel like they should have told him. I feel like Red is just kind of there. Um, I, I don't know, I know he's, like, down for the professors, like, he seems to be, much like Hysam, like, down for the cause, and willing to do anything to, you know, make it as far as he can with the professors. He does have this side thing with Cameron, which, personally, I feel is a bit dangerous, just because Cameron is very observant about things in the house, and he's realized the hierarchy in the house. So, um, you know, he's got his sights set on people that I like in the game. And so um, that makes Cameron very dangerous, and so Red's alignment with Cameron makes makes it a little dangerous for me. But, uh, you know, so far, I mean, he's, he's just sort of chilling, kind of like Bowie yeah. Jane. I don't know if Bowie yeah. Jane realizes she's on Big Brother, but <laughs> he's not memorable. Like I forget she's there. I know, and and the amount of times that you, either Miss Felicia or Sari have forgotten her name is it, hilarious. Okay. And she just like she, they be like, I don't think Bowie needs to know all of this. I think Bowie is okay. I don't even think she wants to know. That's how they talk about Bowie. Like Bowie don't get no no word in this alliance. She is just a pure number. Exactly. But I forget, she I got something to do today. Yeah, she got something to do today. She hosted the competition, so, uh, you know, Gave at least she did something. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of camera time, we got another segment in this episode about Jared and Blue's showmance. And we got to see a little bit from the perspective of Suri. Suri does not approve. She okay. says, basically, if they're feeling each other, they can wait for outside of the house. Inside of the house, they have to get down to business. She kind of checks Jared, and he's basically like, I'm grown. I'm going to do what I want. He didn't say that to her directly, but he told that to us in the diary room. I'm going to say this, and I mentioned this uh, when I recorded with Michael um, in the previous podcast, when we discussed the previous episode. I'm not really down for these two because uh, BB Twitter has done a deep dive into both of them. And I find their relationship problematic because both of them are cheaters. 
Blue was in, oh. was like dating someone, uh, although it was two weeks uh, before entering the house, and she's in essence cheating on this person that she was in a relationship with. Jared has been dating someone for several years, and um, he is now cheating on her in the Big Brother house. And um, Oh, he's in a relationship when he came in. He's in a relationship when he came in. She has been retweeting <laughs> um, stuff, like posts of, that have been bashing Jared. Now, she's not a saint herself. She is a white woman that drops the N-word in tweets a lot. Oh, not the one okay. with the hard R, but the one with the A. Um, okay. But still, okay. she is a white woman dropping the N-word, which I do not approve of. My PSA, which I've said before when we were talking about that man that I'm not going to mention his name. Mm-hmm. If you are a no non-black play. person, you should not say the N-word, period. Listeners, thank you. But, um, but yeah, so she's been dropping it in tweets. And so initially, BB Twitter was um, supportive of her, you know, feeling bad for her. But when it was uh, found out that she is that type of human, BB Twitter kind of turned on her. But, um, yeah, so he came into this in a relationship. Um, yeah, Jared has also been a little misogynistic in the house. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of their conversations where he was trying to get her body count. Yes. But that was very cringe. He was pushy. He was was very pushy. He was, like, two days straight trying to find out how many men she slept with. And then but I they, like how she handled it. Like you ain't gonna never know. Like no, that's true. Get over it. Props to her for that. But they're I find them both cringe after sort of finding out a little bit of the truth. Although him more than her, I mean, she was only dating someone for like two weeks compared to him dating that white woman for years. Like I find him yeah. much more. Cringe. I tried to have you know. I've been try. I tried to start off and be you know a Jared fan, but he just not. He not doing it. Oh, and he, he talked way too it. much. I don't know if you've seen he him having conversations with Blue much. about, oh, I got a secret, and I really oh, wish I could tell you. when you hear this secret, you're going to be like, oh, but it's not going to be like, you're not going to be mad at me. I was like, oh, if you don't shut up. Right. And I he think he sees so her mad. as a clout chaser. You think he's a clout chaser? No, I think he sees her as a clout chaser. Oh. Well, you know, he also has made statements saying that, like, he had. He's just now viewing women as actual people Humans. and not yeah. his loyalty to his boys is basically was always Trump's his loyalty to a woman. Yeah, he said that, and I was like, "Why are you saying this Ugh. stuff? Why are you <laughs> like, saying this you stuff?" Know America's watching. Exactly. It was. It's just so stupid. I. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm not here for this showmance. To be honest with you, it's not really given much anyway same i preferred but riley and matt you, they were adorable right versus this but now that you've said that about like um blue and their significant others before they came in here like i i don't know why i felt like i missed that i didn't know jared was in a relationship yes so that makes well he might not be anymore like, he might not be anymore Right. I, well, he was. Like, I'm pretty sure she's upset. She's watching that live feed 24-7. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Probably got a diary notebook. Day seven. You slept with in the bed with her. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's been, try- he's to been trying to, like, he he's been trying to give blue ideas of, like, maybe we could smash here, maybe we could smash there. Like, it's, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's and Mama Sari is not here for it. No. She is not here for it, and I, I was cracking up tonight. Did you see how quick she went from laughing, like, yeah, Heisman, you funny, to don't you be talking to her when yes. she was talking to Jared. <laughs> no, listen, I got to give props to the editors. As mad as I am for them not including everything from the live feeds because it is batshit crazy on the live feeds, I will right. give them this. The panning of the camera from the hammock to where Sari was and, like, the music shifts. Like, all of that was brilliant. It was masterful. (laughs) It was good. I was cracking up. I was like, oh, yeah, she is not here for it. No, she was not at all. At all. And, I I mean, you know, I fully understand it. Like, he's, mm -mm. like, this, mm -mm. nope. 
He's a liability for her game, to be honest. Big time. He is Big not time. a good player. <laughs> he is really going to hurt Sari game in the end because Sari is not – I like, she's a go-to player. Like, I loved her in Traders. Like, she can – but I don't see her being able to be like, all right, if, if Jared's up, I don't see her being able to just let Jared go. She's going to do everything she can to keep Jared there. And he's going to take her game down. I hope she realizes at a certain point, if he does get nominated, and if it's by his own doing, that he is a liability and she ends up voting him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope I she's hope able so. to do that. But, you know, Serena, she's a go-getter, so I don't think she wouldn't vote him out. She, gonna have, she got to play the game. I think she is a great game player. But I think he's going to be, like, her downfall, too. I do think he he's going to bring her down. Because I, yeah. he's so close to telling Blue, he is going to spill the beans. Yeah, I feel... And she... Oh, so, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, as the episodes, you know, pass, as each day passes, for me, like, in the beginning, I was like, no, there's no way in hell he's going to reveal the secret. And now I'm getting closer to, like, you know what? It, any day now, I'm going to wake up, and there will be tweets, he said it. He told it, yes. But do you think that Blue is really feeling Jared? Because she rolls her eyes at the cameras all the time. She does. Talking. And she makes little, like, oh, he's talking too much <laughs> faces. So I don't know if she's playing Jared, too. Here's my thing, and I'm trying not to believe this, but every time she does something like that, it makes me kind of believe it. So BB Twitter, they feel as if Blue is a recruited house guest versus somebody that applies to be on the show. Like there have been uh, house guests in the past that have been recruited. You know, people that are really popular on social media, you know, influencers and that sort of thing. So this isn't new. But um, for for whatever reason, because she does have a big following online, uh, BB Twitter seems to think they're under the impression that Blue is not really a fan of the show, but that she was recruited to be on the show and that she's there basically to increase her following, her likes, and all that kind of stuff. And I can kind of see that being a thing. And I can kind of see her thinking that, oh, if I'm in a showmance, you know, I'll get more camera time. That'll lead to more likes and follows and all that kind of stuff. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's using this as a moment for her. That makes a lot of sense what you said, that like that she might she was a recruit. Because I really didn't know that they did that. I thought it was, I didn't know how much they would, like, pick people that really didn't apply to the show. I don't know if they are supposed to say this, but I know that on the live feeds in previous seasons, there have been some house guests that have let it slip that they were recruited and that sort of thing. So so it is something that they do. Um, It's always just a couple of people. I don't think that it's ever been like a full entire cast that's been recruited. You know, the Mm -hmm. majority, I think, are people that, um, you know, uh, apply. Um, I also, I don't know if she was an alternate. They do have alternates. You know, if people just for whatever reason just can't make it or anything like that, they always have alternate people. I don't know if the alternates are the recruits. Um, but, um, I don't know, 100%, like, as I said, but BB Twitter seems to think she is someone that was recruited, and based off of just, you know, everything that I said, you know, it kind of, sort of checks the boxes. It really, it really does, like, I didn't even think about that, but, like, because that further puts, like, the little red, blue in America, like, I feel like that they have their names or their them have something to do with like a twist. I just I've been feeling like that for the whole time, so that makes me even more feel like oh maybe it is like maybe she is going to come with a twist with with their names. I don't know. Yeah, it is very but strange, and no one's ever said anything in me, the house. The red, blue, in America. It's very yeah, bizarre. 
and I don't know if anybody, I don't know that, that just had been in my head and I, nobody else that I've seen say anything, but that has been in my head for a long time. Like, are they going to do something with these? Are these guys like playing a plan? Like they got a twin? I don't know. Like I'm waiting for something to happen between them. Yeah. I would think that they would have said something. I think Julie would have said something by now. But it is very strange. Red, blue in America. I'm surprised that someone doesn't have the last name White. Like, because that would have just, Ooh, you know, been over the right. top. You know what I'm saying? Nobody does have the last name White. But that would have been over the top. And, and that, I think, would have been, like, very suspicious. Right now that it's just red, blue in America, I mean, that's already suspicious. It, it's strange. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe something will come from it. Maybe not, but it's still incredibly strange. Speaking of yeah. incredibly strange, let's start talking about the POV. Let's talk about okay. the power of veto competition. This week's power of veto was taken over by the BB comics verse. The competition is called cockadoodle zoom. And the players for the veto competition are Miss Felicia, Cameron and Jag, of course, you know, the HOH and the two nominees, and then uh, selected at a random draw. We had two house guest choice back to back, which I thought was interesting. Miss Felicia picked Izzy and Cameron picked Red. And then we got one of those montages where Jag is saying, not Jag, sorry, that, uh, oh yeah, Jag. Jag was saying, I really want somebody from my alliance, the handful, this out of the other. And of course, he does not get that. He gets Corey to play. And this is a competition that we've seen in the past where, you know, you have to crawl through some muck, incredibly sticky, goopy stuff. You have to go to one side, you have to collect something, and you have to take it to the other side, crawling through the muck again. As I mentioned before, Bowie Jane is the host, and uh, Jag ends up winning. Uh, by, like, by a long, not a long shot, what, what, what do we say, what's the opposite of a long shot, by, um, by an incredible way, yeah. because, I mean, he, he did that thing, like, everybody else yeah. was, like, not way behind him, but he was, like, far out ahead, like, he, he, he was flying, he, ma yeah, he was flying, like, <laughs> well, chickens don't really fly, do they, but he was flying, no, was, that chickens don't, but he was flying, too, <laughs> he was, yes, uh, he used that, his theory to, like, um, his theory of, like, trying not to, like, trying to, like, touch the goop as minimal as possible and, like, lifting your body up as close as he could to, like, the netting. Like, that was brilliant. Whoever out there wants to be on Big Brother, make notes of that because that was beautiful strategy. Don't do what Miss Felicia was doing. Like, I love me some Miss Felicia. No, she just dived all the way in. <laughs> Lord yeah. Jesus. She thought it was, like, the kiddie pool. <laughs> I don't she know what she thought like it was. Belly flopped in there, letting yes. it just take all the way over. I was like, if you don't get up, Miss Felicia. It was wonderful for us at home, not for her to try to win. It was, I couldn't believe that she had not even gotten the egg. And like already Jag, I think, had two. Like, he it was had, crazy. like, two before she got that one hit. Yeah. Exactly. Poor Miss Felicia. All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the competition. What did you think of the competition? Are you as much of a fan of it as I was? Like, I thought it was fantastic. I love any competition. Oh, where I loved it. Stuff. I like all of that. Yes, I loved it. It was, it gave, I, I, I felt like it gave, you know, it was endurance, too. But it made them have to get out there and really gun for it. So I was scared yes. for it. Yeah, poor Corey showing his little Debbies to the world. <laughs> Corey is funny in general. <laughs> yes. How I did agree. you feel about this competition? Did you? Did it you was good. It? I was entertained from beginning to end. This was a fun competition. I loved the goop. I loved the feathers. I loved the little chicken arm flailing thing. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good. I was here for it. Um, watching everyone's reaction to it was also amazing, you know, because I know that they wanted to die laughing, watching poor Miss Felicia making her way across. It was so good. And then when she rolled around in the hay, I mean, it was it was a lot. It was a she lot. She was just like, I'm going to make it fun since I know I'm not about to win. <laughs> yeah, no she knew she, so knew she was not going to win. There was no way in hell she was going to win that thing. No, that no. was not her comp. That was not a competition. <laughs> that wasn't it. 
at all. Yes. <laughs> all right. So Jag won, and he got the not only the veto, but he also got a costume. He became Cockadoodle Zoom. And, uh, yeah, a pretty simple... Is that the name, Cockadoodle Zoom? Cockadoodle <laughs> Zoom, yes. A pretty right. simple costume, though. I mean, it's it's a chicken suit, yes, but at least he doesn't he didn't have to do anything crazy, like standing under a nose and getting, you know, boogers on him. Like, Goop on him. Exactly. Like, it was simple. I mean, it looks like it's probably a hot costume. Like, I don't... Like, it's it's a onesie, but... You know, when it's hot outside, you don't really want Going to be Going to the restroom is probably not fun. Yeah. That, too, yes. Because it looks like he got tights under it, too. So that would be a yeah. lot. That is true. That is true. Before we move into the veto meeting, the one thing that I really want to mention is we got some really good camera time for both Corey and uh, Nicole in this episode. Like, something that I've been wanting to see more of Nicole, just because Nicole is hilarious on the feeds. Like, right. and her strategizing, and, and she always goes into the storage room to vent. Like, and I'm glad that we got to see some of that on the show. Like, I feel like they haven't shown Mimi at all. They make it like she's not in, she's like an, on TV. Yes, on Mimi TV, and like, Izzy. They yes. don't really show Izzy, and Izzy is Izzy like... Izzy is that girl, like, she's yeah. running things. <laughs> and they don't show them as much as... That's the thing about the way the episodes, like, I love Big Brother, but Big Brother wouldn't be as great if it didn't have a lot of feet. Right. That's where all the juice is. 100%. It's all on the live Mimi feeds. Mimi is funny. Yeah. I like Mimi, but you don't get to see her at all but i was so happy that they showed her like clicking out like oh my god why is everybody crying like i don't understand why everybody's crying i was cracking up it was good i'm glad that she got her moment because her and izzy i feel like have zero camera time for the most part and uh both of them you know nicole isn't really as deep as a strategist with like everybody in, in the professors, but she has her moments, especially when she's venting that I think is really entertaining uh, and also reacting to like when they come at her, you know, with like, we're going to flip and then we're going to flip again and then we're going to flip again. There's a certain point where she just can't take it anymore, which is hilarious. And Izzy, like she is so heavily involved in the strategizing that it's just incredibly shocking that they don't give her her due on the show. So, um, yeah, because I already feel like an HOH with Izzy, it's, if we oh, thought, it's gonna be lit if right, Izzy if we thought the high someone was nuts, if Izzy we thought the high flip her vote a hundred times over yes. because she's just going to be paranoid. Yeah. If the high someone was crazy, y'all wait for an Izzy HOH. That's going to be, I hope she can nuclear. win something. I really do. Yes. I Before so they well. try to kick her out. Yes, exactly. Poor Izzy. But she's a great shield for Sari. I'm just saying. She's a good shield. She's perfect. But I was, I was thinking, like, they are always together. Like, Izzy is never not with Sari. No, right. BB Twitter like, calls her Izzy Fields. And get them apart. That is going to be a big target. Like, if I was sitting around, I would be like, Izzy is always behind Sari. I got to separate them. Yes, I agree. The BB Twitter calls her Izzy Fields. She's Sari's yeah. daughter. That is her baby. That is her child. Yes. 100%. Because oh. Izzy is never by herself. She is no. always, Sari is always two steps behind or right, right around the corner. Yes. That is absolutely true. And <laughs> I hate to say this, but Izzy's a better child than Jared. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's Based, way more loyal. She way more loyal. Beams. Because Jerry about to tell everybody, least Izzy pulled him to the side and was like, I know who y'all are, and mm -hmm. I want to be down. Let me be a field so I can be down with y'all. Exactly. Not, let me go to go tell the enemy that my mama in the next room. Exactly. <laughs> Izzy will be at Thanksgiving this year. Mark my words. 100. Oh, for sure. She's family it. now. Yes. Very <laughs> true. All right. Let's talk about this veto meeting. So, as you mentioned... Uh, before the meeting, 
Hysum was like, you know, it's got to be Matt. It's got to be Matt. You know, it's got to be Matt. And, uh, well, it's not Matt. Miss Felicia ends up using his own words against him. So Jag ends up taking himself off of the chopping block. He uses the power veto on himself. And Miss Felicia ends up using Hysum's words against him. Hysum said something to the gist of, why take out a knight when you can take out a king? Hysum, you are my replacement nominee. Hysum has been nominated. And this is where we leave the episode. I want to get your take on Hysum being the official replacement nominee, but I want to bring in the live feed so we can have an open discussion about everything that has been going down these past 48 hours because it has been nuts because the season is cracked in a good way. So after the veto meeting, Hysum does a whole mea culpa situation with the professors. He talks with them. He apologizes to them. At a certain point, I know Sari was crying. I think Izzy might have cried. I know he touched a lot of the professors in a way because of the feeling of betrayal and this is out of the other. He even apologizes to Sari. You know, if if I felt if if you felt that I put you down or I didn't see you, I didn't hear you, I apologize. Like he was apologizing to everybody, and it looked like a flip was happening. It, pretty much a flip was cemented. And then Hysum decided to run his mouth. And he ended up basically telling Jag and pretty much all the other side. Like, he exposed the professors, um, which sort of allowed Jag to realize that Jared was playing them and this and the other. And he was just running his mouth about the Alliance. And then, of course, the professors found out that he was running his mouth and all day yesterday, Tuesday in the big brother house, like, um, Hysum was persona non grata. Like they wanted nothing to do with him. There was like a heated altercation in which Izzy kind of snapped on him. Like it was, it was a situation yesterday and it looked like the, the vote flipped back. So Hysum was public enemy number one and he was going to be evicted and then all of a sudden, today happened. And the flip flipped once more, except the professors aren't telling the other side of the house that they flipped. So it looks like we might get our first non-unanimous vote of the season. It looks like Hysum was able to talk with his people and Sari, Felicia... um. Izzy, they all agree that it is best to keep Hysum. Hysum has pledged his loyalty. You know, if you save me, I am dedicated. And at least as of our recording time, a.k.a. post the episode's airing, it looks like Hysum will be saved. Now we still have 20 Are you well serious? it looks like it's, we have a little yeah I know right it looks we have a little bit of less than 24 hours until the actual live vote so anything can happen in this house and probably everything will happen in this house so this could flip once again but as of right now it appears as if the professors will save Hysum. the other side will be voting him out Clearly, the professors have the numbers, so Hysum will stay, and Cameron will be evicted. The reason why they're turning on Cameron, and why Sari et al. seem like Cameron is the better target, is because they have found out that Cameron is targeting Sari, Felicia, and Izzy. So, they see him as a bigger threat, which this is the truth. Um, As I mentioned earlier, uh, Cameron has been having conversations with, like, Red and with a couple other people that he sees, like, Sari almost as, like, the power player. And uh, Cameron explicitly told Red that once they get to, like, about halfway through the the game, that he's going to try to take Sari out. So my assumption is, I don't know if this was uh, leaked to Sari, but I'm going to assume someone said something, because Sari has now turned on Cameron. 
So let's talk about this. So Hysom is currently in the nomination chair. I know that you watch the live feeds, but you did not get the chance to watch it today. So a lot of what I told you is brand new information. Yeah, I'm trying Let's to wrap my mind this, around right? it. <laughs> but remember, like I no, said, I this is, there's a warning. This could flip at least five more times between now and the time of the eviction. Right. Oh, my God. Okay, but, like, my thoughts is, can they really trust Heisen, though? Like, like I said at the beginning, Heisem is that guy. Like, he can win some competitions. Why wouldn't Heisem, why would Heisem truly trust them to be back with them if they put him on the block? He was that easily on the block. But, like, if I'm playing from, like, their side, like, I don't know, once you done did it, you pulled the trigger. Like, you do not pull a gun if you're not going to shoot it. Like, and if they go back, I think it's going to bite them. I think he's going to, like, gun for them now. Even harder. I have late-breaking news. Apparently, they're discussing uh-huh. a flip again. So, as I mentioned, anything can happen. <laughs> Sorry. Right. So, there was a flip back? Is a flip-flop? I don't know if it's flipping back. We're just going to go with that. Apparently, they're going to save Heisen, but it looks like they might be flipping again. But I do think this is going to call for some great TV because, like, Heisen could come in and really, if he's really going to be loyal to them, they can really do some things with him. And he's always going to be a target. Like, if he doesn't go out now, Jack and all of them are going to be still gunning for him. He's a shield for all of them at this point. Because now Mama Felicia, if she don't, she's not going to be able to play next week. So she's going to be really at stake, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm confused. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I think, personally, I think Heisem should stay. It makes the most sense. I find it, like, as I keep on saying, like, this, I'm stuck with this, because I feel like it's stupid to eat your own numbers. And uh, Sarit yeah. said something similar earlier, um, that, that it was dumb to uh, to eat our own uh, alliance. And, and what I had been saying before about, like, they should have checked Heisem. Heisem actually said something similar. I think it was Heisem said something similar earlier where he was like, you know, if I say something, if it comes off a certain way, like, check me, like, ask me, call me out, this, that, or the other, like, don't keep it inside. And that's what I had been saying, you know, because these are grown-ass people. Like, they shouldn't feel like they need to tiptoe around each other. If you're in an alliance, you should be able to call your fellow alliance member out in a respectful way. Like, you don't have to do it in a shady way, in a bitchy way, or any any sort of type of way to, like, evoke or provoke and emotion, like just be like, hey, you know what's going on? Like, can we can we talk? Like, you ask for our opinion. Can we actually say it? Like, there's a way to do things to where to where, um, especially if he's unaware that he's coming off in a certain way, that they can call him out. And he basically said that earlier. Um, I hope that there is a blind side. Uh, to quote our girl from last season, blindside butterbeans. Like, I hope there is a blindside butterbeans. But it's the other side of the house being blindsided that Heisem is staying. I feel like if Heisem stays and we've got the pressure cooker and he already sort of like sowed so much chaos in the house the past couple days when he was trying to save himself, like all of this is like bubbling up. They're in the pressure mm. cooker. All of them. They're, gonna be they're all, yes, they're all going to feel like I need to win this no matter what. And... Uh, like, the professors, like, there's so much mistrust in the house with the other side. Like, they don't trust America. They see her as kind of, like, flip-flopping. They don't really trust Bowie Jane at the moment. Bowie Jane is kind of persona non grata with the professors. There's a new alliance that has formed called, uh, I think it's, is it the Seven Deadly Sins? It's seven of them that have aligned. I don't know if that's a real alliance or if that's a fake alliance, but they've sort of aligned. Um, there's also the professors and, and there's whatever's left of the handful. Like it's going to be to the point tomorrow where no one is going to want to let go of that button. Everybody's going to want to be HOH. And I almost want the most chaotic person to win the HOH. Like I would love, Izzy, Izzy, (laughs) if Heisem is there, either Izzy, Heisem, or if we want to see just craziness, America wins it. Because you don't really know where America 
really want to be. Correct. American She's not on the side of the professors. Of... So there's part of me that doesn't want it to happen because I want the professors to dominate. But for television, if America wins it, it would be in a, a crazy week. America would be. I'm here for Izzy, though. Yeah, I'm here but for I'm Izzy. Here I've been for... dying for an Izzy HOH. Oh, my God. But I don't think I don't know if Izzy can sit can, can yeah, I don't think she can last for the pressure cooker. I don't think she's going to be that that much of a dog and just sit in there and, and get it done. I, yeah. I think Heisem, after this, if they keep Heisem, oh, man, and they got this coming, Heisem is going to be stonewall. I'm not coming out of here. Right. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do predictions. The first prediction, do you think Heisem – is the next evicted house guest. Do you think it's Heisem or do you think it's Cameron? After this, I just don't know. Like, um, okay, I'm going to go with the flip right now. I'm going to say Cameron's going home. Yeah, I think Cameron's going home too. Just because I would much prefer Heisem still in the game. I would game. rather, because Heisem's going to give us some good TV. Yes. If Cameron says, I'm really not with his way of how he wants to run the house, like, or how he wants to play his game. I don't really care. Yeah. I'm not invested in Cameron. I agree. I co-sign that. All right, so <laughs> who do we think is going to win the HOH? Because I usually ask this, you know, during tomorrow's podcast. That's usually when I ask who's going to win HOH, but we know what the HOH is. It's a big HOH. So right now, if you were to bet, who do you think wins HOH? Can I give two? Yes, of course. Why not? Have two? Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be down to Matt and Heisen. Okay. All right. Do you have a preference out of the two? I want Heisen to go ahead. I, I like the confusion. Like, I'm, I do think Heisen was a dictator, but do I think he meant well? Yes. Do he, do I not like Heisen? I'm not there, but he did rub me a lot the wrong way. I was just like, oh my God, like, let somebody else talk. <laughs> but would I like to see him go a little further? Yes, I would. All right. What about you? What you thinking? What you thinking? Who who you think is going home? Cameron is my hope. Okay. So if Heisem is there, I I would want Heisem to win HOH if he's still there. And I don't think she's going to win it, but just – because we've talked about it and the sheer chaos, Izzy would be fascinating to watch as HOH. So if it isn't Heisem, I would rather it be Izzy. I don't think she's going to win it, though. But you could surprise me, Izzy. Like, I had been praying for, like, two weeks for Miss Felicia to win HOH, and she finally got it. So, oh, so that prayer worked. That prayer, that prayer worked. So maybe this prayer that Heisem stays and either Heisem or Izzy wins, maybe that might end up happening. Um, I do know I want the professors to still be in charge just because they're insane in a good way. Like, the amount of flip-flopping, the amount of power that they have, like, I love it. Part of me wants to see them be incredibly uncomfortable by not having the power, but I don't really want any of them to leave. So I want them to have right. the power. I want them to dominate at least one more week. You know, let them fall out of power once – it's jury time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there is anybody that's still left. I definitely need all of them to make it to jury. You're right. Yes. That, that, they need to be a part of the vote, at least. I agree. And we still got a couple people that we can get rid of from the other side. Oh, we, we can have get rid a of Blue, lot of people we can get rid We can, even if we America, didn't even go after the other side. Yeah. And even Bowie Jane. We can get rid of Bowie yeah, Jane. Of blue. Or Red. Red. Yeah, sorry, Red. You seem nice, but No. Red, um, really the only person, well, the only two that I like from the other side are Jag and Matt. The rest yeah. of them can go. That's pretty, that's pretty spot on with me, too. Like, Jag and Matt, I like Jag a lot. Yeah, I, I like his I vibe. Feel, yeah, he gives, he's all here for the hanging out. He's, he's a good time. I like, I like Jag. I feel bad for Matt a lot of the times, too, because I just feel like he's put in a bad situation. And, like, like, because I don't think they give him accommodations either. So 
he's just like, yeah i find questionable whenever he i know it once he said i don't know if it was on tv or if it was just the live feed he was like when everybody's talking at once i can't catch on to all the conversations so then i it's like i'm not you know a part of it so i don't think the social game is that easy for him so i would like to see him get you know get a little bit further too yeah, I agree. He they showed the clip of that in the previous episode, but he said that a lot on the live feeds, which which is why when Kirsten was there and then when Riley was there, like they both were ones that were really, you know, working with him one on one, filling him in on what was going on. Uh, per what we saw in the previous episode, Jag said that he would do that for him. So hopefully he is doing that because uh, that's the one thing that I worry about, Matt, is the isolation. You know. Having people there, but feeling lonely must be something that, you know, a feeling that just sucks immensely. You know, you're around a lot of people, but yet you feel lonely and you don't really understand what's going on. So uh, my hope is that they are filling him in on everything. And, um, you know, he at least has a grasp on what's going on during this week. Because this week has been batshit crazy. But every week has been batshit crazy because all of these house guests are cracked in a good way. Yes, they are lit. Yes. At all times. At all times. Like there was one point, what day was it? Was it yesterday or the day before where Izzy was like, I need a break. Like this is too much. And I was like, damn, (laughs) because you have been on 24-7 for like two and a half weeks. No wonder you need a break. Like, you should have taken, like, intermittent breaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she was burnt out. Because at one point, it was like, it, the flip was happening again. She was like, oh, no, I can't talk about this right now. <laughs> and I was like, I and for her to say like, it, for her. Because she's, she's Mrs. Gay. She's Miss Big Brother. Like, she is playing 24-7. When Izzy wake up, she is playing game. Yes. There's never no downtime. Like, every time I catch Izzy on the live feed, it's some good conversation comes from this. It's not, yeah. like, it is, she is getting some information. Yes. And she's saying crazy shits, which they never use on the show. No, she says a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. So does Miss Felicia. Oh, Felicia is, is hilarious. Yes. She's and the laugh. Like crazy. And she screams. She scares the crap out of people when she be, she scared Riley when she's so loud. Oh yeah. That was so good. Yeah. I loved it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And please give her more butter. Right. Give her give her all what she needs. She needs the garlic powder, not the salt. Exactly. Too salty. <laughs> yes, 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 the garlic salt was too salty. She needed the garlic salty. powder. It was too much. I all need of my that. Larry's. Yes. No, uh yeah. <laughs> Apparently she got mad at Red for using a lot of the butter. So that wouldn't be surprised if that's oh. her new target. Oh my god, get him out of here. He's taking up all my butter. <laughs> exactly. That is hilarious. Poor Red. All right. I feel like we talked about everything in this episode. Was there anything that I missed, a tiny moment that you would like to chat about before we wrap this up? Um, I, let me, did you see, it was one thing that I was, did, when Miss Felicia put Heisel on the uh, on the block, when the camera panned to Jared, I died laughing. Like, did you see how everybody was looking when they when she used her his words against him? Yes. They all wanted oh to laugh. God. They were dying. You know, when you know the secret and you can't hold yeah. it in. It's just so good. So that was my favorite part of the show. Last, I did write that down. Like, I have to hit. Jared's face was priceless. It was beautiful. Like, he could not hold it. At all. I'm At excited all. for tomorrow. Yes. I'm so excited to see what happens now. I am as well. And I'm, I'm super excited for the HOH competition. So a quick preview of what's to come. Thursday night, the live vote and eviction. Who will leave the Big Brother house? Will it be Heisum or will it be Cameron? We have to stay tuned. And, of course, Julie teased it last week, and the announcer once again teased it tonight. The pressure cooker competition is back with a scary verse twist. We'll have to wait and see what that means. Will there be some punishments? Will there be prizes like there were last time i guess stay tuned will it go longer than it did last time because that was that competition was several hours long people did not want to let go of that button so 
stay tuned. And with all of the chaos that's happened this week, as I mentioned, I feel like this is going to be the HOH competition that everybody is going to want to win. So stay tuned with that. And on that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Expect the Unexpected. Here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Thanks, announcer. My co-host, my fellow house guest, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to Expect the Unexpected via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also download the entire series by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. From outside the Big Brother house, at least virtually. Good night.